Hello, everybody, and welcome to Make History Dope Again. Uh, my name is Jonathan, and today Andrew and I are sitting down with two very special guests. Uh, these two uh, history teachers are friends of ours that we graduated with. We know them pretty well. We've got Tara and Diana, so we are very happy uh, to have them on, and we're going to talk just about kind of whatever comes to mind in regards to you know, teaching history in 2022. So stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. Some Shalom. New voices. Shalom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to say it's, uh, we've all been in the classroom for coming on seven years. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Lucky number seven. Yeah. Woo. And we've survived a pandemic. Yes. Yeah. I feel like we've been through a, a tremendous amount for oh seven. Gosh. Like, think about all the changes that have happened. Um, I mean, I was, I was, when I graduated, I was 21 years old. Yeah, same here, like, I was 21. Same for you were also, yeah, yeah early I was a little grad. older, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just, it's, I, I, do you feel, here's a question, seven years in, do you feel like the hardened veteran at your school now, or do you, uh... I feel way more comfortable yeah. in my role, and I feel like I am more confident in my decisions, and I don't have mm-hmm. to feel like I have to go ask other people if this is the right thing to do. I'll... I'll agree to that. And I feel like I don't overthink like my lessons and my content as much. You know, I think back to what I was so stressed out about my first year and it was just like, should I use this strategy or this strategy? Should I talk about this or is it? And now I'm just like, it's just natural. You just feel so much more comfortable. And you do it naturally too without thinking about it. I think of like things like, uh, uh, like wicker strategies. Yes. Every year, uh, for those of you listening, every year we have to turn in uh, <laughs> proof that we're using uh, this this uh, acronym WICKER, which of course stands for writing, writing inquiry, inquiry, collaboration, collaboration organization, organization, and reading. Thank you for helping me you out. You must there. teach AVID. <laughs> I it's, do. You have an AVID teacher, yeah, uh, and 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 you have to like submit evidence. And, yes. Uh, and I usually I. I forget about it until yeah. the day before it's due, and then I rush to what, whatever we just did, you know, mm-hmm. student evidence, and I'm like, oh, well, we did this. Like, yeah, exactly. I realize you're doing it the whole time, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah, we go through college and we go through all this new teacher training, and you're so worried, like, oh my gosh, I have to do all this really cool, fancy stuff. And then now I think we realize you do all of those things every day, every yeah, day right. without even it's just really a part second. of good teaching. Yeah. Exactly. So, do you feel like the old, uh, the old crusty man, Jonathan? Absolutely. I mean, I am old and I am crusty. Yeah. Now you, now you, uh, Tara, you've been at at the same school. At, yes. At, I guess we say South South yeah, High, that's right. yeah. South High in Wichita, Wichita South High. Yeah. Uh, all seven years there. All seven years. And so, I mean, I I've been at North for for six. I was at, at Truesdale for the mm-hmm. year before. Um, and then I know Jonathan, you were at Truesdale for a couple years with me. Truesdale at two. This is year five of Southeast. At Southeast. And then Diana, you had kind of an interesting story, yeah. right? You. I went out to Kansas City my first year and then I came back. I did my pre-student teaching at South and I loved it and I really wanted a job there. Long story short, um, I had to, uh, leave for scholarship purposes. And that was the only, really the only option in Wichita and Kansas City and I came back and okay. there was... A job that thankfully yes. opened up and was right where I belong at home. It's great how those doors open. Like we, I know. you know, hearing what you guys have said, and I know Andrew, and Andrew knows me. Like we're all at the places we want to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This was. So. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm North High alum. I know you're Southeast alum. Southeast alum. Uh, are you? You guys aren't alums, are you? At your mm-hmm. school? I or? went to Southeast. Diana and I Southeast. went to we, middle we, school and yeah, high school. school. We graduated oh, together. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I went to the suburb school and was like petrified of Wichita schools when sure. I, you know, first started doing student mm-hmm. teaching, and then instantly I was like, "This, it's the yeah. best. This is yeah. where I want to yeah. be." And <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I love being at. Uh, I mean, being at North, I just these were such special kids. Oh um, my god! And I just, I mean, I just love. I mean, because North is an interesting. 
like Southeast, I know, for example, and I'm guessing South is like, uh, in terms of like diversity is much more, like North is not diverse because it's like That's 76% yeah. like Latino, yeah. right? We've um, actually been getting a very diverse. When I started there, it was like very African-American and white. Okay. But in the recent years, it's- Very high yeah. Vietnamese yeah. population. Wow. Um, Where our Hispanic population is growing too, mm-hmm. a lot. So we are like, from when I started to now, it's like night and day. That's, that's a huge, and yeah. I know, I know. Um, finishing up my my integration research uh, last week, um, I mean, there's there are more Latino students in Wichita mm-hmm. than there yeah. are like white yeah. students. Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. And you know what I mean. Um, and so it, it's just it's. Uh, I think it's really cool though that that I think about you know if I have kids someday you know if Jonathan if, if you have kids someday like you know, they're they're going to go to schools that are incredibly diverse have such so much background and I think. That is so important, you know. Mm-hmm. That's um, something as, because I have a seven-year-old, and he goes to Rose Hill now because that's just the easiest for us. But, I mean, I, I'm being the history teacher. I'm very critical of, like, what are you learning? What are the, you know, and sure. he's going to second grade, so there's not a lot of history <laughs> right. content yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, there's a good chance I'll send him elsewhere because sure. I want him to have exposure and right. learn about different people, yeah. different things. Yeah, and I'll say, you know, as a white man, growing up in Wichita Public Schools was a great experience for me. You know, I had so many friends of different races and Mm -hmm. ethnicities. It really changed my outlook on on relationships in life. And I can't imagine, you know, had I not been in that position, you know, what type of person I would be. It It was a great education. A, a real world cultural as education. As a fellow white man, I, I, I <laughs> dang the white you know, man. Ditto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel exactly the same way. Um, and I, I think I, I grew up in pretty white spaces outside of schools, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I really I don't think I would have. Um, my eyes wouldn't have been open, you know, if it just been church and it, you know yeah. stuff like that, you know. So. And mine was when I went to college. I went up to KU and. I mean, naturally, you're just mixed in with a whole bunch. I mean, people right. from all over the world. Sure. Yeah. And so it was. It was probably the coolest thing, and I think that's really what sparked. Like, I want to learn more about people not like me. Yeah. Now we're all uh, proud Wichita State alums. Yes. You know, and that's how, of course, we met. We were in, uh, I guess you call it teacher school. Yes. Uh, <laughs> together. Um, Same cohort. And, and, yes. And and I agree. I think the wicker thing we were talking about. You know, there's like you just realize you're doing it on accident. Do you guys still? I remember all like the, remember all the like the TD. Well, especially you two, you two, Tara and Diana. You, you, got, you guys had such like well-groomed lesson plans, <laughs> like. They'd been combed over for like perfect punctuation, yeah. and, and and for those of you who aren't in in, in the biz, should we call it the you know, biz? The teacher, like the teacher biz. Uh, you know, you're, you're kind of like competing with your. So you go through yeah. your school and yeah. you get your gen eds, and but as you get closer, you start to be just with you know history yeah. educator you know uh, people, and and it really is like okay, we're all going to do 15 minute lessons, and it's really kind of a who can make the best lesson plan. It's so nerve wracking because yeah. it's like we all get along and yeah. every you know like we love each other. Yeah. But then it's like we're all competing for the very few jobs there are. Right. Mm-hmm. We're all competing against like And I lost, which is why I went to Kansas City. <laughs> so funny so funny story. It comes out now. A funny funny story. Awful. Tara, I don't know if you know this. Uh oh. Wow. Oh no, I feel <laughs> this has been man. seven years. Seven years in the making. But I too interviewed at South. I'm getting in the hot yeah, seat right yeah. now. You basically I, I like to view it as you, you took my job at South. She beat up the both of us. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it's probably because the principal knew some of my family members. Yeah. So not because I'm just... Because I student taught itself. That's yeah, right. That's right. So. Yeah. Sorry. Just thought you should know. I've been holding on to that <laughs> for seven. I don't, I don't know what to say to follow up. I don't have any. I'm just... A little awkward in here now. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I love you very much. You're amazing teachers. And also, uh, we were a really big cohort. Yeah. We were like 22 or so. And, and there's there usually the, like 15 or so. There was a hiring freeze, too. Yeah. yeah. So like... That's we had a I lot of adversity there. there. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember, was, was that, no, was that, and this is really going to kind of Kansify our, our podcast. <laughs> was this the, was that still, so we, we graduated 2016. Yes. Which is, it's crazy that I'm like having a hard time remembering I know, that. you have to count. Oh. You know, the big years. Um, was that still Brownback? Was that still Governor Sam Brownback? Or was that right after? I don't, I don't know if he was still in office, but we were definitely dealing with the repercussions yeah. of his so, so Huge budget issues. Giant and educational deficits. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's when, I think our first year teaching, um, 
the school day was longer. Like, wasn't it 40 minutes longer or I something? So. Um, I guess, yeah. Diana, you were, you were in Kansas City. I don't know. They cut the, <laughs> no. they shortened the school calendar right. by days, but then they made up for, because in Kansas we have, we have to have an, a certain amount of seat, seat. time. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they, they made up by that by making the school day longer. So we started at like 7.50 and went to what? 340 or something yeah, yeah. And, and it was definitely like there were times i would remember, i had that i had that like eighth hour into the day and you look up and you're like oh my god <laughs> it's so because <laughs> that first year teaching is when you're still trying to figure out like now you kind of know oh, i'll be fine like yeah. you know you, you if you got to stretch a lesson you can stretch a lesson exactly if you have to cut it you kind of have you you kind of you get that muscle memory you mm-hmm. know but at that time, that's when you're like, I thought this would take all hour, and it is. <laughs> it took five minutes. It's, we are. There <laughs> what is, am I going to do for 20 minutes? It's going to be chaos. 30 minutes left. Okay. All right. Let's, CNN 10. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can I? Yes. Can I? CNN 10 got me through a lot of class periods. Now, now at, at the time, historical context, it was called CNN Student, Student News. News. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. And I, I remember having a, a thought one day, one particularly rough day, you know, in like October, you know, of your first oh, year, yeah, where I was yeah. like, can I show three CNN Student <laughs> like, it's like, obviously that's not ideal, but if I have to, is that okay? Can I do that? Yeah. It was always like, where's a quick, um, like, web quest? No, well, now that we have computers, yeah. we can do that. Or it was like, you know what's a great idea? Current event, guys. Let's go find a current event yeah. and just, like, try and kill some time with that. <laughs> my, my absolute worst, it's so funny that you said that. My first, my absolute worst day of teaching ever, worst hour of teaching ever, it was a class that that was it was after lunch so you know very boy centric because when i was a middle school teacher Ooh. was still kind of figuring out how that works and you know middle school kids are so fun and so goofy but you kind of got to embrace it and i had yes. i had yet to really find that that balance and um we had been encouraged by our principal to talk about current events and to like teach hard history which obviously that's a whole lot of the, what this whole podcast is yeah. about right and so i thought what if we uh big uh Black Panther uh, Party member had just died. This was very relevant. And this is all during kind of that first Black Lives Matter mm-hmm, movement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if we compare like the civil rights movement of like the 60s and 70s yeah. to like today? And uh, so I'm doing this like lesson, right? And this is when that like all lives matter versus mm-hmm. black was still like a very fresh, mm-hmm. I think, in, in American minds. And, uh, and <laughs> as I'm doing it, um, a student I've been struggling with, a student who, one of those kids who like you knew was like shooting rubber bands at other kids but they never you never could catch them but you knew it was them Mm -hmm. and then they would like go to the office and they'd be like it wasn't me and then like they call the parents the parents are like my kid is an angel like he is literally we should rename him jesus christ he is he is a saint right and i'm like your kid is not a saint uh and and the and, fallen angel. and this kept yeah the fallen age, satan right? uh this kid was not satan um he knew satan though um and uh and like we've been battling back and forth with his parent he's doing something he's not doing something and the day that i'm teaching this like really sensitive topic of mm-hmm. history is when his parents decided to show up and without saying too much you know they were big Trumpians and and this is right before the 2016 oh. election and so they're all wearing like Trump gear and uh, and you know regardless of, of how our listeners feel politically like it was a very emotionally charged time politically and um, the mom had like a it was, I'd never seen it before since she had an all lives matter bandana on Oh. Like on her head, which was very fashionable, I want to say. Yes. Um, and I realized, like, I'm too far in this lesson to stop. And, like, they're going to watch this. And, like, this is going to be rough. And so we, we got through it, people. But it was it was a time, let me tell I've you. never heard this story. Um, Did you have any heads up that they were coming <sighs> in? Like, No, no, no. Um, I, uh, my, my assistant principal at the time, uh, who was very good, uh, she did show up after and said, how did that go? Ooh. I'm like, you know how it went. Like, <laughs> one guess. Thanks for the support. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. So, but but I think all the, all those moments where a lesson falls flat, you have an awkward thing with a parent. Um, you know, your your objective isn't as good as your classmate Tara's uh, or Diana's. <laughs> you know, uh, it all makes you stronger. I think. You know, um, and I and I agree. At this point in my career, I feel very like. You'll figure it out. Like, yeah. Can I just tell you something? Sorry. No. Okay. I have had, since I've been teaching freshmen for the past six years, I have had students of both of yours. And they all say really good things yes. about you guys. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You have students of mine. How much? Yeah. Make, okay. You didn't ask you, how much we paid I, them. I, I started uh, <laughs> with freshmen. 
I, I'm just now going to teach juniors, but I started with freshmen for the past um, few years. Okay. And so she had him from when he was at Yeah, Trusdale. from when you guys were at mm-hmm. Truesdale. Oh, yeah, that makes I can't sense. tell you what their names were because that was a long year. time ago. <laughs> we'll, have to, you know, we'll, have to, we'll have to talk about the kids. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, we'll talk about off air about the kids. But, well, thank you. That means yeah. the world. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's my little Truesdale kids. For as ornery and sometimes challenging as they are, like, you do miss them. Like, yeah. not all of them. But they make an impression on you. Yeah, they do. I, I do think like, uh, you know, like when you come home after a day of teaching and like, you know, your, your husband, your wife, your stuff and others like, hey, what do you want to do for dinner? And you like can't make a decision oh because you've made yes. decision fatigue, like a, a trillion, you know, yep. that day. Um, I, I do think, though, like I can't imagine doing anything else. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I like whether it broke my brain for, for better or for worse, yes. like I don't think I could do a job where you just have a one duty yeah. that you do all day and that's it like yeah. you know see and i don't have any like fam- any teachers in my family i'm the only one so i'm kind of black sheep yeah and so when they hear me like talk about a bad day or how like just society in general is going and all this stuff and they think i'm crazy because they're like why don't you just do something else and i'm like no, no no i love my job and they're like are you sure like you know and i'm like no i just have to vent and these are things that are out of our controls like but the kids and the teaching that's what I love. Yeah. And, and that's what I'll do every day. I could be speaking for like you two, but we got our master's degrees last year together mm-hmm. and we both chose not administration, not counseling, not psychology, but uh, education or teaching right. because mm-hmm. I really can't imagine doing anything else. I right. want to be in the classroom. Yeah. 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 Seven years in yeah. and still not ready to quit. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've made it like we've, we've, uh, I think isn't the average like quit time like three years in or whatever. Yeah, something so. like that. So we're, we've well. doubled it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Double plus. Yeah. And again, we survived like the budget, <laughs> major budget issues, <laughs> yeah. hiring freezes, pandemic. pandemic. So, I mean, now we're in the we're kind of amazing. shortage. <laughs> so, still going <laughs> strong. Yeah. I think Undefeated. <laughs> and, and, and I'm glad that, that we could get you guys on the podcast long overdue. Um, but both of you are such great advocates uh, for your students. Uh, and then, I mean, just, just I think for, um, you guys do a great job of, I think, humanizing to, like, people not in the teacher world, like, what the career looks like, right? Um, and, I mean, like, Diane, I always see you, like, like talking about politics and, like, mm-hmm. the, the the importance of, like, being engaged civically, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Tara, a lot of times you're, like, when you have a bad day, like, you let people know. and it's But it's in a way that, like, lets people understand. Um, I think everybody thinks because they went to school, they know they exactly know, yeah. how it is. Yeah. You know, but, but, they, but they obviously... You don't, right? Unless you're in the biz. Um, right. Or because they have one kid, they know what it's like teaching 20 other kids. Or right. 37 other kids. Because <laughs> our class sizes are huge. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's <laughs> a talk off air about that. <laughs> yes. It is. I think it's just there's such a disconnect between what people think we do and what we actually do. And, again, we can vent and talk about all the negative things. But at the end of the day, we still love it. And we're yeah. there for the kids. And yeah. and. I hope people see that. And I know I have had to have hard discussions with people because they're like, you seem really negative. And I'm like, no, I just, these are the things that I are not right. And I want to fix them. Sure. I want to advocate for them. Doesn't mean that I right. hate teaching and hate education. Well, there's that, that Frederick Douglass quote of like, agitate, agitate, agitate. Yes. Right. And yes. it's like, and like, and that's different from like, you're not burning the system down, but like, we should acknowledge what's wrong with it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If you ask different teachers from like different parts of the country, different grades, they're all going to say the same things, lack of respect, lack of support, yeah. bad pay. Yeah. It's not like rocket science, but people think it is. Sure. And, yeah. we, can, and we can't all be. Well, maybe there are people who would disagree with We can't all be crazy, right? Like, there's, there's <laughs> when you see, <laughs> maybe a little bit, yeah. We laugh as we're like, oh, yeah, we can't oh, be. Yeah, maybe. Um, how do you, uh, I, we always, and we've talked on this podcast at nauseum about it, but I, I think it's so important. Um, we always feel a little bit like social studies might be kind of the black sheep of the, yeah. of the like, core, you know, yes. the core education. Um, how do you guys... What do you do to, to change that, I guess? I, well, and I think you do this really well, too. We work really hard to make sure that what we are teaching in our classroom is relevant to our kids' lives. We show them the many ways that it connects and how um, this connects to reading, this connects to math and science and just your everyday life. I was like, you, I'll be honest, I tell my kids very honestly, like, I don't care if you have a bunch of names and dates memorized. That's not what I want you here for. 
I want you here because I want you to understand like trends and how things have impacted you and how you became who you are today and how this person became who they are. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I absolutely think, although I also admit I'm biased, like I think social studies is probably like the most important subject. I'll go on the record and say it because, you know, (laughs) duh. Um, and it's been hard. I feel like we are having to like kind of fight for its importance and relevancy. I agree. I do the same as you do. I don't really focus on dates or specific events. I'm more about like big ideas. And one thing I always try to ask my students is, what would you do in this position? How would this affect you if you were alive then? But I also try to connect it with a lot of the things that go on now. There's a lot going on right now. So much is relevant. I know. It's very relevant. And I have found that I think I do a pretty good job about it. And the kids are, like, excited. Like, they yeah. want to talk about these things. But I feel like we always have to be extremely careful because mm-hmm. things can always get twisted. And we don't want the parents thinking that we are teaching certain things when we're not. We're, we're talking about current events. And I think we're all really good about doing it in a very inclusive way. Yes. Nice. But... It's just hard because I think we're being attacked a lot right now. And like you guys yeah. said, I feel like our, again, bias, I think we're the most important um, subject because this is our, the skills that we are teaching are things that they're going to need every single day. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think about even like in terms of we just take an entire like semester about literacy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And it's like, did math have to do that? Did, you know, yeah. like yeah. basically, and we've come to realize like our kids have to do almost more writing in our history classes than they almost have to do in English. I hear that a lot. And so then it's like, okay, so I'm having to, you know, we're having to work with other subjects. Definitely as well. doing cross curricular oh, yeah. all oh the gosh. time. I would say. I mean, and I mean, it's not just it's not just uh, applied reading and writing i mean i mean we we do math yes. like you know yeah. i mean we let's look at you know, population graphs and you know, statistics science and is of course going to come yeah. up oh, i mean it's yes. you know um and so i think uh, I, I i'm glad that we all agree that we're the most important i can yeah, i can i can really get behind that on this history <laughs> education podcast um i think should we uh should we talk about uh i, I agree i think we are uh, i think education in general but i think history education to be specific is is really under attack in this country Mm -hmm. um and really let's be honest in this state um especially we are recording this one day after the giant primary vote and and so many people in kansas focused on the question of of the constitutional right to abortion Mm -hmm. um but there were two people elected who have been very open about how they're kind of anti-public school i I think we should call it what it is Mm -hmm. um and a lot of that has to do with their idea that we are teaching something called critical race theory. Um, So, I mean, should we talk about the elephant in the room, Jonathan? Let's do it. (laughs) Start us off, my friend. What is critical race theory? It's a good question. I don't even know. That's a great question. I don't even know. And I think there's so much misinformation about it in so many different ways that people define it. So I'll be honest, I couldn't tell you, like, this is the exact definition of it. But I think it entails a lot of things about um, the question of uh, systemic racism and um, generations of oppression. And um, the idea of whether, like, race is even, like, a real thing. That's been up for debate. And some people still debate that as well. Um, And so I think the misinformation about critical race theory is probably the biggest issue with it. Right. Because nobody can seem to, like, agree on what exactly it is or whether it's being taught, whether it's not, whether it should. I think a lot of people are just against it in general, but they don't really know what it is. Is is, is it it a talking point? Is that what it is? Is that just a... It's like one of those, like... um, power words you know where it's like because how many candidates that were running for school boards or state positions and they'd be like i'll keep crt out of the classroom and i'll do this and and you're like okay well and i i did i called out a bunch just because i'm curious i was like can you define that for me next thing you know i'm blocked from their facebook page so i mean i was like (laughs) so that's a no going to war tara (laughs) (laughs) i was just wondering if you could define it for me and yeah so i think that a big miscommunication with it and and I think that kind of comes back to like how we want to teach in our classroom it's like not whether you have to believe this or this but you need to be willing to do your research you need to be willing to listen to other people and you can be like 
I listened to you. I don't really agree with what you said, but I heard you. Sure. And I think we all strive to teach that in our classrooms, too. Like, how building up those skills of actually being informed where to get our information. That's Mm -hmm. a big one. Where to get our information. What? Fake news. And, um... Being able to, like, talk things out. I am really big on debates, and they've all actually gone really, yes. really well, always. But it's I'm also very... Yeah, it do. is. But I'm also... <laughs> it's really scary. But yeah. I also, like, uh, I think, like I said earlier, the kids are excited and they want to talk about it. Sometimes I think at home they are scared to talk about sure. it. And I think we are really good, like, advocates for them of... Well, let's talk about it and talk about what you think and why you think that way. I had a mm. student... Um, I don't know if it was this year or last year, but they were like, Miss, I'll be honest. He's like, this is the first history class that we've ever been allowed to, like, have a conversation like this. And we were, I think we had watched part of the 13th documentary and we were talking. And they were like, I mean, they were just, like, shocked that we were talking about it. Also, me being, like, a white woman being like, guys, let's have this conversation. Let's do this. And, I mean, and that opened my eyes. I was like you're a sophomore and this is the first time you've felt comfortable having a conversation. You're at the end of your, your K through 12, yeah, my I'm friend. Like, yeah, I'm oh, like, yeah. what are we doing? Wow. Well, I, I think, uh, I agree. It's like the, I think there's the, the allegation of you're teaching CRT, which, I mean, I, I didn't know even what it was until I was accused uh, by an in-law of teaching. And I'm like, so what is that? Uh, <laughs> like, you know, okay, it's yeah. great. Was, what is it? Yeah. I was at dinner with my parents and my dad, uh, talking about a guy he works with that is a certain way politically and he was like your son teaches history right what's he think of the crt and so my dad's like what do you think about it and i'm like (laughs) i'm like uh, i've never heard of this before like what is that it's it just became this like buzzword that i think was you just used to instill fear Mm -hmm. and use as like a political gain or to cause and again, it comes back on us because we're like, trust me, like that's not actually an issue yeah. in our schools. Um, I don't know. It, it's just been this weird. I, from from the very little I've uh, I've done in terms of like researching what it actually is, like it's like you know it's a it's something that was used in in law schools, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like and I think in like the eighties, which is like already it's like we're talking like forty plus years ago, yeah. people. Um, That's sad too. And, and it's like, this is, I want to say, I mean, I, I, I think I do rigorous stuff in my classroom, but we are not doing law school stuff, first yeah. of all. Like, we're not even not even close to that. Um, and, I, and I agree with what you said, Diana. I think I do, I really try to do very little, like, here is what happened and here's how you think about it. Like, you know, like, I think it's much more about, like, okay, we're going to look at this primary document and we're going to talk about what do they think. And, like, and then, and then finally, what do you think about mm-hmm. this topic, having all these different sources. And I don't think that really happens in, in much modern, at least not the classrooms I've been in where, it where it's, you know, but there's this like idea that we are and like, we're all brainwashing these kids. Yeah. And, I was like, and yeah. first of all, I'm like, trust me, if we were brainwashing kids, they would bring their supplies. <laughs> they might bring me coffee occasionally. Yeah. Like yeah. they would shower regularly, you know, <laughs> right. like those are the things we, yeah, would, we, we would not have stopped here. I'm glad that you brought that up. I don't use textbook. I'm kind of anti-textbook, mm-hmm. and I only use primary sources because what better way to learn about something than from p- the people that were there yeah. and experienced it? Sure. You let sure. the history speak for itself. Yes. That's yeah, what you have to do. Like, I'm just like, you need to read it. Just read it, and yeah. then tell me your thoughts, and then work with a group, and you yeah. guys share your thoughts. And it's, it's just those little steps, and that way they're interpreting. And I'm like... Yeah. And so many times I've been like, I never thought of it that way. Like, that's a great question or idea. And they surprise me, too. Yeah. And, and doing that in, like, a small group setting, like yes. you mentioned, is such a great way to, like, build up for that big, scary, mm-hmm. like, uh, Socratic seminar, you know? Yes. And especially for those those quiet kids who, I mean, you know, when you have the kid who just their writing is just off the charts, but <sighs> they've said three words to mm-hmm. every person other than you. They yep. only, they, they don't talk to you, but not to any of their classmates. It's such a great way to build that that skill. Um, and I think you're right. I think it's, I think fear sells. Um, and I think it's, it's, I think like the 24 hour news network has figured out that uh, people stay angry longer than they stay happy, you know? Um, and so you can really just galvanize people without a whole lot of like, like evidence, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess the, the question would be like, we're all doing great stuff in the classroom. And I know from, from, every time I've seen you guys teach, it's incredible things. And I've, I've heard that you guys are incredible teachers, you know? Uh, and, and, and so I want to mention that too, but how do we get, uh, what can we do about CRT? I mean, do we just keep doing the best we can? I mean, 
I mean, because it is like the elephant in the room, and if you even mention those words in a classroom, you know, that one student or staff member or somebody that might hear it might be like, oh my gosh, this is what the teacher was saying. So for me, I'm going to teach hard history, real history, and I'm going to give you a lot of perspectives. Right. And let you decide, like, what, how you would interpret it, what you think about it. And I'm not going to use those buzzwords. Right. And I think if you've ripped off the Band-Aid using primary sources, right? Yes. It's not like I'm giving you this packet. I'm not giving you a, a political brochure of how to feel about it. Yeah. Rather, you have read... You've done. You have been a historian today. You have read, you know, exactly. six sources, and you are now blending them together into coherent thought. So it's like I'm not teaching critical race theory. Like maybe you got to talk to your kid. Maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe your kid's developing a critical race theory, but it's not it, me. Like exactly. It's, <laughs> it's and it's and part of that goes into teaching our kids. Like here's questions that you want to ask. Here's what you want to think about. And we do. We're like, okay. Um, one good example is talking about. Um, Andrew Jackson sure. and like the stuff he wrote and the kids read it and they're like, how did anyone believe this? And I'm like, okay, put yourself in this mindset. Sure. You don't have TV. Newspapers are not overly, con- you know, like you get your news source spread down. You've right. never interacted with someone different from you. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you believe when this is like the only source of information you're given? And they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not saying it's right. I was like, but that's how they believed into these crazy ideas that we think are absurd. And what a great connection to be able to talk about, are there ideas now that might be perceived as crazy 50, 100 years from now, 200 years from now. And that's what's awesome is when a kid's like, that reminds me of da-da-da-da-da, and they'll like relate to something that's happened within the last five years, and I'm like, that's a great comparison. So I think we're getting there. It might be a long struggle, but I think... Yeah. I think I'm very optimistic for our youth. I, I think they are. They're really great. So many of my like former students who like follow like the podcast Instagram page, mm-hmm. you know, and you always like follow them back as like <laughs> solidarity, right? And um, it was so encouraging to see how many of them like posted their voting yeah. stickers, you know, and then yes. seeing I saw like I'm I'm 27 years old. Like I I am I feel like an old fogey and I act <laughs> like it, but I'm really like not that old, I guess. Like. And and the point being is when I went to the polls yesterday, so many people who were clearly younger than me were present. And mm-hmm. and for a voting block that generally doesn't vote, it's really encouraging to see how engaged like this generation is. You know? I had so many kids who they would have graduated last year, so this is like their first time being able to vote. And they were like, okay, what all do we need to bring? And like, <laughs> I'm going to go early and I'm going to do this. And they were yeah. sharing. And it was just that pride because, yeah. again... I never asked them what they, they didn't ask me how I was voting. I didn't ask them. Just the fact that they were excited to go out and do that. And they felt a lot of pride in being able to vote. And I'm like, maybe things can start to change. We can get. It's that idea of voice again. You know, they they found voice in the classroom and now they're finding voice, you know, within society, which is what we want all our students to have. Absolutely. you which know, is why our job is so important. This is your country, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. yes. That's why like, yeah. I always preach it of like how social studies is the history of people. And, yes. and what are you going to, who are you going to interact with for the rest of your life? People. People. So you got to figure out how to interpret those relationships and all of the above. So yeah, we're really? kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a big deal. Just I saying. like that you brought up relationships though, because you know, again, it's like, you know, a lot of kids love talking about war and stuff like that. And, yeah, we're going to talk about that. But also, like, how did it impact people? How did they feel? How did they talk about it? Because, again, that's going to help you in your future job when you're dealing with coworkers and the political climate now. Like, how to have those discussions and how to understand relationships yeah. and ask questions about it. Because there's a story there. I mean, if it's happening now, chances are it's, it's happened before. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the 1918 influenza pandemic versus covid you know it's kind of scary how often i can be like oh hey guys look i can add (laughs) something else that's relevant that has already happened history may not you know (laughs) repeat but it certainly rhymes that whole idea yeah and i think that's uh um i know i was thinking during well you know that 2020 year you know uh you know and 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 i think about like like george floyd and and the subsequent Mm -hmm. you know uh the movement that you know uh that came out of that and uh and it's like you it's so hard not to draw parallels to like the 1960s yeah. and and what i thought was so special is like in the 1960s here in wichita um 
the yearbook uh, committees. You know, these 17, 18 year old students were like, we couldn't make this without dedicating a few pages to talk about race in America, right? Or, you know, what's going yeah. on in Vietnam. Or like, you know, they, they really, they were like, you know, they were, these are kids we're talking about. And they were like, we have to, we have to, we have to use this platform to t- talk about these difficult issues. And I, I was encouraged that the North High Yearbook did the yep. same thing. And I was like, how great is that? And, and it, it always inspires me to be like, guys, like, when we talk about like activists, like I'm talking about you, like, yes. you know, it's. Absolutely. And I think like, that um i think that as they feel comfortable talking about these topics in our classrooms and then they feel like like oh you posted something on social media about like that's taking a stand right. writing it into your yearbook like you freedom of you know press and freedom of speech right. you can do all right. this um i know my kids even for something maybe not huge but like they wanted something changed at a pep assembly mm. and that they were like this is kind of ridiculous it's not included so they typed up a very nice statement and they went and had a bunch of people sign it yeah. sent in a petition yeah. and i was like guys i'm so proud of you you know like they're just learning to use their voice and sure. i think that's the best thing that we can do as educators is to help them with that 100 percent and these are also like events that are marking their high school years. A pandemic, they didn't get a full high school yeah. experience. Oh, the whole George Floyd and all of the protests, even like everything that's going on today, these are things that are affecting them. Yeah. You know, people always remember their high school years. And for our kids, right now it's so eventful. And these are things that they're going to remember and say, I participated in something. Mm-hmm. Or they're, if they didn't, they can learn, well, maybe next time I will, since I regret not doing it then. Right. Right. Yeah, we always joke, Andrew and I, about how, you know, we are living in so much history. Yes. It's almost, you know, overwhelming. But maybe that's the eye opener that some of our kids need is like, hey, society, I, I am a part of society and there's so yes. much that I can do to impact society because society impacts me so much. Exactly. I think they just feel like, well, like, you know, it, it is hard because teenagers, like their their world is very they have a very small bubble yes even if they've been through trauma and experiences like it's still a small world and so if you can make those connections and be like you're living through this this and this and what you think about it and it does they're like oh and to understand that like there's going to be repercussions from this in the future that we have no idea what Mm -hmm. they what they could be yeah i mean i think and i this conversation this is how i talk to my kids like you know what i mean like it's obviously you know we're talking about like history stuff but it's like uh, for people listening it's like you know this is how we interact with our students and yeah. it's like so it's like is, is if this is this the the scary <laughs> elephant that we're also afraid of like you know because it's like, it's like you know, i just want my kids to be able to read and to yep. think for themselves exactly yes. i want them to feel comfortable to ask questions and like you know, I'm not sure about that. Let me go look it up. You know, I always tell them, like, I love that. go look yes. it up. And I'm like, it's not because, like, I am too lazy, although usually I am busy, but I'm like, I want to see what you find, and I want you to tell me what yeah. you think you found out. That's and definitely my uh, my proctor's, like, go-to job, like, is, like, is like they're, like, the Googler-in-chief, yes. you know? <laughs> and because I, I feel like, you know, I, there's that weird, I think we probably all had an, uh, a teacher at, you know, pick your level, right, uh, you know, professor, whatever, who, who they were clearly just they clearly decided at some point that they knew everything there was to know about everything Mm -hmm. and just such an odious way to be about learning and and i i've always i remember having a teacher like that and being like i don't ever want to be like that and so i i really try to be like i don't know like i really or like i think i know but please check i'm very upfront with my kids i'm like let's be honest guys do you think i have every detail of history memorized and they're like Oh, yeah, no, you probably don't. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, so there yeah. are going to be things that I'm unsure of. So let's Google it. It's kind of yeah. fun when kids, like, they have a, they want a random statistic. Like, I don't know, dude. I was like. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> what was the like, currency did it? And I'm like, let's look it up. And so it's kind of almost like competition. I like, don't know. See yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, first, hey, and, and then you can be like, hey, pull out your phone. Like, yeah. You know, they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Close Instagram. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not Snapchat. I think right. we're all, like, teachers at heart because, or educators at heart because we love to learn still. Like, Mm -hmm. I love learning things um, from, like, looking something up together or, like, if they do a presentation. Like, uh, this past year, they did a research project over the battles of World War I, and I learned a lot just from, like, their presentations. Little details. And sometimes they'll be like, miss, I was watching this documentary, and I'm like, 
You had me a documentary. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> so what was the name of it? Where'd you watch it at? But then they'll like ask if something like, is that true? And I'm like, well, let's find out. And we'll look it up. And I'm like, yeah. that is so cool. I had yeah. no idea. And, and, and kids, one thing kids have a great nose for is like authenticity. Like, yes. So like, they, if you're being fake, they're going to figure it out so fast. And exactly. so And so when you have those little spontaneous like excitement moments and you realize like we're all excited about learning like right now yeah. like yes. collectively <laughs> me included right how great is that nerd like, life <laughs> yeah, you guys want to know my favorite thing about world war one tell us the the fake trees you guys know about the fake trees no so they would hire like legit artists to basically make somewhat paper mache trees better quality than paper mache <laughs> but they had fake trees that they would have um kind of in kind of on no man's land you know in between the trenches and they would use them as sniper posts so literally google world war one fake trees i love it and that some of these really some cool. of these no, are like really good quality they're really good quality <laughs> and, and there's stories of uh you know when one regiment would take the other trench mm-hmm. of not realizing that that was a fake tree right away oh. yeah so they would just like that is wreck these trees in the middle of the night it's like right. as much as a stalemate as that was yeah. like i've been staring at that Fake trees, man. That's crazy. Me and Tara, we are nerds at heart because our jaw, our jaws just dropped together. You were so excited to tell that story. (laughs) My kid, I I love that part of World War One. You see how his, you see how his like head turned. I'm Mm -hmm. like, guys. I was almost gonna be like, no, we don't want to know, just to see how you reacted. (laughs) But I think we all have like, uh, that's that's actually a good question. What is your you know, we, we all try not to have pet units because, mm-hmm. like, we also had all had that educator who spent, like, three months on World War II. Uh-huh. And, like, we never got to, like, anything, anything else. else. Uh, but but that said, what is your favorite, like, unit to teach? Ooh. Like, to tell us the class it is and then what's that unit in that class? My, I don't know what to call it. My golden child is US-1, which is, if you're not in Wichita, it's Civil War-ish to Great Depression. It's a great era, yeah. And my favorite, I have two. I can't decide between Civil War <laughs> and World War One. Mm. Those are my two favorites. See, mine's a little different. I love um, talking about the transition from Gilded Age to Progressive Era. Yes. And then I love talking about just immigration as a whole, like mm. how that's impacted. I think yeah. that's such a relevant, huge time for immigration trends. So we are like very much like US one, like <laughs> Oh, I'm right there with yeah. you. Yeah, and US people US some people think we're crazy because they're like, Don't yeah. you want yeah. US two? And is like, it, isn't US one like kinda happening again though? Like Jonathan yes. Jonathan has yes. said for years that we're in a new Gilded Age, which like yes. I was so shook the first time he told me that, but he's definitely right. And um, that's my favorite unit to teach. I, was I, gonna love, say, I love I, I love like well I kind of I love reconstruction just because there's that's so weird. many parallels <laughs> to today. That's just, true. I, it's it's. I hate it. I hate it. But it, it's it's that it's that point in <laughs> I history love happening where it's <laughs> like my favorite. Thing. We were so close to yeah. what I think would solve a lot of problems today, yeah. and it just fell flat. We always so that the, I like I like that one just yeah. because the, my kids get it. They can see those parallels. I might, but I love the Gilded have Age. to steal some of your stuff then because I'm always looking for kind of better reconstruction. Content. We made a this summer. We made a uh, with our other co-host Ethan. We made a, a, a Google Drive for like a push and hush. Oh yeah. Um, but I think a lot of it, a lot of it was like normal curriculum we had just done over the years, mm-hmm. and we just adjusted it. Um, and so yeah, we we definitely would share it with you. Yeah, that's I cool. Love yeah, that. So. Jo- Jonathan had the best stuff by far. There. Jonathan had the best stuff. Absolutely. So I contributed like one thing. <laughs> Par none. Yeah. One thing. Yeah. I think. What about uh, you, Andrew? I mean, I I've taught mostly US two. Um, I, I think if I if I taught US one more, it would definitely be Gilded Age because there's just so much happening. And when you say like the Gilded Age, you can talk about kind of everything. Cause, oh like, my gosh, yeah. Because I mean, there's obviously like there's there's voting and there's like business and I mean there's and obviously immigration, so much immigration yeah. and just like oh yeah, ugh. industrial. Right. And then you can yes. be like you know Elon Musk, like yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, exactly. Like, you know, it, it's just so easy to make those parallels. Uh, probably from US two, um, it's probably civil rights. Like I don't know. Like it just it, I I just I think. Um, as you said earlier, as a as a white guy, like you know what I mean. I, mm-hmm. I just, I it really, um, I I think as a student, that was really where it, you, when you study how things were for people who don't look like you, you yes. know, it, it really just it, it it you feel really like we need to understand this period. Really and there's well. a lot of local history with that, which is uh, really cool because when you talk about like, hey, this street intersection here, and the kids are like, really, yeah. you know, or you're like this small town in Kansas, you know, right. and I so I think that 
helps too because you're it's not just something big and far away it's yeah right and, here and, and it breaks that that myth of like nothing happens in wichita it, i know i'm which, like guys kansas is kind of which, exciting uh, educators who are listening around the country uh, please feel free to reach out to us do your kids say that everywhere they are like like do like seattle kids say like nothing happens in seattle? yeah like, is, is that, it just stars like, or is that a normal thing across? Is it just like across? a teenage <laughs> angst, you know? Uh, I don't know. Did, did, that, did, did your students say that in Kansas City, Diana? Do you remember? Did that ever yes. come up? Like, nothing happened. Like, you're yes. in a giant city. I mean? love Kansas history, though. I love Same. Kansas history. Yeah. John Brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love me. That was, a great, <laughs> know about that, was, that was a great series you did. Is the, that the is John the Brown. sweatshirt I have. Yeah. Is the yeah. John and B. When I interviewed for the school I am now, I was asked... Um, Aside from, like, the classes we have now, what would be a class that you would be interested in starting? And I said Kansas history. Wow. Yeah. I did my, because I did my student teaching seventh grade, which is geography, which honestly is more culture, mm-hmm. is how we made it, and then Kansas history. And I was like, I love Kansas history. There's, and I try and even include as much as I can with US1 and, like, showing our kids that, like, Kansas has been very, like, on the... Yeah front edge of like some great decisions and then yeah. we've also had some not great decisions and the kind of inspiring the kids that yeah you know. and then like i mean progressivism and yeah. like temperance and then obviously civil rights and then i mean and even like in the 90s like the march for life movement was mm-hmm. giant in kansas right and so i don't know i just i i love our state and i think uh we're such a weird like mashup like living in the <laughs> biggest city in this like extremely rural you know what i mean yes. and so yes. i i kind of love the the weirdness of it you know um and uh, I just, I don't know. I, I hate that myth so much. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's my point, I guess. Is I wish we could take our kids to like a field trip up to Topeka and Lawrence and then be like, this is where this happened. And yeah. this is, because I'm always trying to show them pictures. And, you know, of course I nerd out because yeah. history nerd. But, you know, I just wish they could see that and like it could experience be a, it. could be get on a big bus, dude, and just go and do a tour. Let's all go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure, there's a grant somewhere we can apply for, right? Yeah, I've got to be. Lawrence would be a good place to go because there's a lot to hit there. You can you can justify it by saying college tour. Exactly. We're going to KU. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, a lot of. But there's a lot of history in Wichita too. Yeah, that's true. So, I at least try and find like pictures because obviously I still can't bring my kids, you know, downtown to this intersection. Yeah, but right. if I like show the picture and like tell them, they're like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like I love when uh in US one when we do progressives and talk about temperance and, and carry nation yeah i love you know pulling up the picture of yes. the oh, man. I, I, I drive by carry nation every day on the, the way home right there <laughs> yeah. by, right, right where it was yeah 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 it's, uh, and my grandmother was of course part of wctu so that's there you cool. go and yeah. i think our kids yeah. need to fight because again to them it's just nothing's happened here it's all right long ago not relevant to me but when you're like no 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 this is how it all began this is how it relates to you yeah if you got here some way, somehow. Yeah, like, if your family has been here for whatever yeah. amount of time, something has happened here. That the People who made you made decisions that were impacted by mm-hmm. society. You know? <laughs> well, and then especially because I'm, we teach a lot of people, uh, a very diverse you know, population of students. Uh-huh. And like, look at like Wichita. How, like Wichita in like 1971, like the student body of Wichita Public Schools was like 82% white, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's like a 36-36 split between Latino and yeah. white. And then I think black is like, it's over 20%. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, so it's, you've seen this massive, and then there's, I think, you know, I think Asian students is like 5%, which is giant from what it was before, you know? And so it, it's, it's, something's happened here. And like, yes. you know. And it, it's, it's nice to see that like changing in culture. I mean, I love, like my students always bring me like authentic food from, that their mom or grandma or oh, aunt made. The and, best stuff. And it's yeah. like, you yeah. know, I know a lot of teachers are like, you eat, but they're good kids and oh my god i've got to experience so many different foods and like i've got to talk to parents who maybe barely speak english but like there's enough that i can like reassure them that like i'm gonna look out for your kid you know and it's just it's really cool i bringing people together that's that's a side note that's my uh my like back to school get to know you thing is like this one pager and like a required part is like what's your favorite restaurant uh and it's like i'm really just I want to get to you know you. You're just looking for recommendations. I'm just like, where do I go? Like, where do I go? <laughs> <laughs> and if, sometimes if a kid doesn't fill out that part, I'm like, you need to do this again. You need to fill this out. Where do you, where do you go? Where's your <laughs> well, we have a lot of kids who their families own, like little restaurants. and you know, Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. oh, my gosh, the food is just amazing, and it makes you never want to go to a common <laughs> mainstream <laughs> like restaurant a, a Carlos again. Carlos O'Kelly's again. Yes. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> 
here, now here's here's a very like specific. Because you guys are Wichita South teachers, you know the mm-hmm. the South High Trojan. Titans. No, Titans. Titans. Truesdale's the Trojans. Yeah. That, that's the okay. Because okay, the Titans. Now, previously, previously, you know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys were like the the fighting colonels, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all just Confederate flagged out in a free state. Um, and so that would have went from I think 1958 to 1970. I think yeah, 71. Is 70, I think 71 is when they implemented the change. I think yeah. Um, it, are there any like enduring like does that come up? Like is that something that's covered? I think a lot of kids don't know. Okay. Um, but it is something because we've kind of talked about, especially when I come up when I'm trying to talk about like racism and things like that and changes and. They're all like, what it used to be? And I'm like, yeah, you know, especially when you talk about like North High mascot change. And, you know, so it is very relevant. Um, I'm trying to think. I think there was one of the marching band songs that was supposed to be one that they've always done. Old Dixie or something. Yes. And some of the kids were like, should we still play this or not? And so I think that's kind of the most recent, like. So they still play Dixie? That's interesting. I don't they, think they do. Like, I think it came up, and they okay. were like, I don't think we should play that. So, but but, but to... in your time as a, as a teacher, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. Go figure. I did not know that was a thing. Really? So I will do my research, yeah. <laughs> and so, oh, the, oh, you're the, just learning this? Yeah, I'm just learning this. It. Yeah. So on, on your guys' way, so we are recording in the Wichita Public Library, which I, mm-hmm. I love. Um, just, I just love being around people. I think kind of gives me a buzz. Especially after we were recording this the day after. This is the first day back to work after summer break. Uh, so we're a little tired. And we're all just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so hot in here when I, I was sweating so much, and it's cooled <laughs> off, which is great. But on your guys' way out here um, of the library, on the other side of where we are, where the glasses behind mm-hmm. you is the special collections which is basically where i've lived over the past like three months um and you guys really should find their like the south high yearbooks because if you find them they have a pretty good collection and if you find the ones before 1972 or so it's pretty wild man it's uh i mean it, it really i mean if you took like some of those photos of like like uh, you know pep rallies and stuff mm-hmm. and said this is like Montgomery Alabama you'd be like of course it, it is. is like it's um, it, it really is uh, and and I think it's you know it, it was it's not just like the students or the, it's it's not it, it's it was pitched by the district as yeah. a Dixie themed high school you know yes. um, and so it's like you know it's kind of how it works like and so I, I was I was just curious if, if and there that's was... talking about like the changing demographics like yeah. with yeah. that area in Wichita back in the day was you know your typical white two parents yeah. two and a half kids you know middle class all it's, around there it's and wichita then, south high school yes. so right you know and a theme right. for the south right yep right and it's changed like now like it's huge like diverse and big makeup of people but that's what it was and that just reminds me, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, it's just this idea of permanence, yes. especially in regards to history. You can't and, change history. And, <laughs> and, but history is never permanent because exactly. history is not just facts. It's, it's the study. It's the perspective. And that's always changing. Right. And so as you see with, you know, mascots changing and, and different communities changing, it's all history. Right. I'm glad to hear that it still comes up, though. I'm glad to hear you're talking about it because I think I think uh, highlighting those things as this happened here, guys. Mm-hmm. This didn't happen just in this because we I think yeah. we we make um we make segregation a southern problem. You yes. know, it's so easy yes. to, to to paint it that way, right? Yeah. And, 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 we, and that we pride ourselves on yeah. the free state. You know, yeah, exactly. But exactly. brown reward happened here. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah, like you know, think of like Nicodemus, Kansas, and mm-hmm. like you yeah. know, our uh, you know all the all the all black colonies, and so I think. Uh, it's just, it's, I mean, we're, we're all clearly nerds, guys. We're just all, <laughs> I uh, embrace it. I welcome it. Yeah, yeah. It's too much work trying to be cool. <laughs> we are cool. Yeah, yeah. Social studies teachers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Be cool. Read history. <laughs> Repeat. Could you, guys, could you guys ever teach, like, math? Could you oh, go, God, like, no. like, I don't know. Oh, I all my kids would fail. <laughs> now, I said I could teach English if it were about, like, reading books and talking about them. Yeah, discussions. Yeah, discussions. if it's about, like, yeah. learning MLA and grammar and reading really old, dumb, required books. <laughs> no, I'm out. But, yeah. so, yeah, I'm sticking with history. 
Well, guys, we're seven years in, and we're still going strong. I think we're just we're just warming up, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Feels we're pretty veterans good. Veterans now. Yeah. It's crazy. I think I think we can like we can put the stripe on our shoulder. Yeah, you know? I think we can give ourselves a promotion, man. Yeah. It's, uh, I will say the yeah gray hairs have increased <laughs> from when I first started. I got my first gray hair after my first year teaching class. Wow. Just keep coloring yeah. my hair, but yeah, the first one I ever noticed was. At the end of that first year, yeah. it's you, not you, an easy game. Named it 2016. You named it, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Named it after your favorite student. Like, <laughs> oh, well, man. I think uh, thank you so much for coming on. I, I think I really appreciate um, after the first day back, which is always exhausting. You're finding your sea legs. You guys driving <laughs> to and, and by the way, why is it so hot right now? Oh my! I think that was it, the hardest part. I'm we, like, my car's not even cooling off. <laughs> All the, all the spots in the shade on North Highway were, were gone, and so I had to park in the we sun. We have none. And it was just none. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, my school was built in a cornfield, so <laughs> we don't have any shade. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's 104 degrees outside. Pray for Gross. Kansas. <laughs> yep, pray for us, really. <laughs> the yeah, the yeah. first things I brought into my classroom was two fans. Yeah. I was like, the rest, everything yeah. else I don't care the about, essentials. but I need two fans. <laughs> there is... Okay, this is okay. That isn't really controversial. Well, if if I don't think anyone from like the like the okay, I'm just gonna tell you. Um, so, uh, a person who I know who teaches in the district, I won't say who or where, they found out that if you want your room to be cooler, you have to get one of those like sun lamps, like that you have for like lizards, and you like clamp it on the thermostat. But don't go. You, you gotta be careful okay it's so like mine's right by like i'm not gonna do it because of where mine is See, like mine's right by the door same but... same but like if same. you and if you like crank it they're gonna find out like it's not 90 degrees there but if it's like you know if your room's like 78 and it's like a sauna yeah you can get that down to a cool 72 if you're and careful i have with a heat it. lamp because we had a turtle yeah we released it yeah turtles are do what you want with i'm not endorsing this <laughs> practice do what you want with this information it's uh, just information we're throwing out there that's right this is the primary source yeah this is, yeah i i saw it with my own eyes it's, yeah i'm an eyewitness yeah it's uh yeah when we get caught we won't mention your name yeah we we'll have to delete this recording well jonathan what do you think man I think uh, I, th- I, th- I I don't know. <laughs> to He's be speechless. That's I'm what speechless. You've made a lot of decisions today. You've uh, yeah. I have. I've got that decision fatigue. Yeah. No. I. It was. It was good. This was reassuring. Um, you know, to sit down with two fellow teachers who we haven't really seen very often because COVID. You know, usually we have our yeah. bi-yearly district-wide meetups i kind of miss those i'm not gonna lie like we really should do like a reunion for our for the class at least that's still here in wichita Mm -hmm. i know some of have moved um and i know like uh well shout out to to eric who is moving in kind of to an admin role Mm -hmm. uh and I know he's going to do, I mean, I think we all knew he was going to do great oh things. There was no, never a question. About I always it, ask him, I'm like, are you crazy? Because he just keeps getting degree after yes. degree. And I'm just like. Yeah, is this, is, is the doctor he's working on now? I is think that, so, I think yeah. he is. It's wild. I think you and I are done after our master's. Yeah, I told my husband if I ever try and go back to school to lock me up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like for Jonathan and I, like getting your doctorate in history is the worst idea you could have. Because there are seriously no jobs. Like, yeah. No jobs. And so, yeah, if, I don't think I ever would, but it wouldn't be in history. It, there's just no, it, you'd just be overqualified for everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so you're there. doing your master's, master's yeah. in history? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what Same. you're doing too? Yep. So I'll be done. Lots uh, of well, by the time this comes out, I'll be done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I'll be walking around town in my grad. What, what do masters get? What do you, what's the. You get the, just the, the, the hood. Because, yeah, you guys know. Both of you have your masters, we and do. so you guys get your fancy. People are like, what, well, Miss? Why do you look different? Like, what do yeah. you look like at <laughs> the graduation? I'm yeah. so Should ready to flex yeah. at graduation yeah. with my hood. Right? Yeah. You put it on, and you're like, I mean, it's not really a good looking thing. It's no, like obnoxious, but, it, but you're like, look, I'm I, so I feel superior. accomplished. Yeah. Do Jonathan. Okay. So, so my degree is, is from, from Pace university. Uh, okay. and that's through Gilder Learman. They oh, really great. Awesome. Love, love Gilder Learman. Love you guys. Shout out, oh. Shout out to them. And they, they subsidize the it. Stuff. So it's super affordable. Um, and just really great. Uh, but they were at Pace and that's where my degrees through. They're moving this year for Jonathan to Gettysburg college which is a very like prestigious Ooh. like school, but here's the thing, Jonathan. 
Uh, so you always want to rock your like college merch, you know? <laughs> like I'm like we have like we have like college wear Wednesdays. Yeah. But the Think problem, the problem with <laughs> Gettysburg College is their mascot is the bullets. <laughs> the Gettysburg bullets. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so here, so can you wear a college bullet shirt in a public high school? I don't know. That's uh. Try it. We'll, do have, to it. Put, we'll have to put a poll on Instagram. Yeah. 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 Google Gettysburg College. The bullets. bullets. It's actually the, it's a pretty the, cute bullet. The like old it's kind of a cute <laughs> bullet. Like kind of as bullets go, it's pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you have much experience with bullets, do you? I have you know, a few. Yeah. Shot a couple bullets. Yeah, some cute. Not cute. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I'm totally gonna have to look that up. I want to know what yeah. it looks like now. It's pretty adorbs. <laughs> the, fight, the fighting bullets. Yeah, it's so cute. It's, yeah. We're the we're wildcats. Wildcats. Yeah. Who's that through Baker? Ooh, that's a good school. Yeah. 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 So look at us. Seven years in. All about to have our masters. Multiple I know. degrees. Yeah. Hanging in there. So keep fighting the fight. Keep fighting. We always say keep uh, making history dope. Yeah, yeah. Live the revolution, you know, fighting for the the ideals that the, the, the declaration could have and should have stood for, you know. And yeah. and uh, I just I just appreciate that I, I, I get to know you guys, you know, and that um, it, it's always rejuvenating to uh, sit down with teachers who are because it kind of keeps your like feet to the fire a little bit of yes. like i can't have that off day and i gotta i gotta retweak that lesson make it that it's like better. we're still competing <laughs> we are but yeah, i get so inspired fierce. when i'm like yeah like oh send me that or mm-hmm. hey do you yeah. have anything and because i know you guys have amazing stuff and so and, and diana i know your objectives are just stupid good so i'm so gosh so yeah so mad you i bet I'm you already I, I nerd out on my objectives I bet and you she has beautiful handwriting so she just like writes it up on the board and it's <laughs> flawless I, i'm like i have I have kids write for me because I can't write. Uh, <laughs> like I actually like cannot write, and uh, I yeah I do. You, I bet you do a literacy objective every day. Oh yeah, We're and right. a content objective. Yes, and do, an agenda. Do you, oh. and a why? Wow. Do and you, an essential question. She's I, putting the hammer. I do on my yeah. good days when I'm like <laughs> actually show up to work and have time. I to think work. I changed an objective and the date, and that's that's what I get. Like it's. Do you still okay? So Jonathan, until like last year, still every single day, like I pencil in what I'm doing, and like I have like you know closing like those kind of things. Jonathan made like Wichita State lessons, like the lesson, like the format that we used. He did it until like I don't know six months ago. Probably so, yeah. So Diana, tell me about your Wichita because I know you are still using them. So what are you doing? Uh, winging it at this point. <laughs> no, I've gotten there. No, don't worry. Yeah. Well, well, I feel like <laughs> uh, we've it. all been in this. Uh, field for so long that by now we just it's just natural to us like content wise and like strategy wise so like if if you if i um if i know i'm doing like rubber barons or captains of industry i already have like three ideas that i could do for a lesson that day i mostly just like mine is my digital like powerpoint like i put the essential questions so like i don't really write it down it's all have it there and that way next the next year i'm like oh do i want to change that oh that's what i did you know so mine's which I'm not a digital person. I am a writing person. Yeah. But for lesson plans, I think. Oh yeah, you can find what you did last year, and, like putting the video link in. Because if you if you think I'm gonna remember that video, you're never yeah. gonna remember. A no. year later, oh my god, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we should sh- we should definitely got a shout out Dr. Aaron Reif, uh, yes. who was our our uh, our professor. Uh, and I think I and it sounds like really instilled the use of primary sources in in all of us. Um, I definitely show more videos than uh, than he would recommend because he recommended zero. Uh, you <laughs> That's know. true. So more our spend, kids are visual learners. I though, spend a so little I mean, bit longer on the DBQ. Sorry, Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just I'm grateful that we uh, we got to meet in his class and uh, and and he I think he's still doing his thing. I think yeah. he's he still is. Yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah. So any advice to any. Uh, aspiring teachers or any newbie teachers that may listen to the pod yeah. any shout outs you want to get while you're at it you know anything you want to plug um i mean i just want to give a shout out to the youth in general like they are inspiring me and i think that they really this sounds so cheesy but they are my why like they're the reason why i feel like yeah. i still want to get up i still want to like teach the hard lessons and because they're doing some they're doing way more than i would have ever thought about yeah. doing and advocating for when i was a teenager i was like pfft I only care about what I'm doing Friday night and the new cute boy in class. Like, that's it. And they are, like, taking on life challenges. Yeah. And it's – so I, I'm very excited. And some of them do want to be teachers. 
And I hate when people are like, ew, are you sure you want to do that? I'm like, no, we need people like them. Yeah. That's what's going to make things better. Absolutely. So. I agree. I think kind of like what you said, um, the kids now are getting more involved than I did when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. But that also is a testament to you and how involved you are and how much you instill in them to get involved and to educate themselves and be informed on the things that um, are going on today. And if I uh, could give any advice to any teacher, I would say, if you're going to do this, know that it's not easy, but -hmm. it's also valuable. Like our job is so important. And you're going to have hard days. That does not mean you're doing it wrong. It does not mean you're a bad teacher. It just, it's that hard sometimes. It makes the good days that much better. Yes. Those little things are what make everything. And I've always loved the idea that every day is a new day. Yes. So I think when you teach that to kids too, and and, uh, that really shows when you can be a good advocate for kids, where if they Mm -hmm. had a tough day yesterday, this is a new starting point, you know. I think it surprises kids, like if they have a bad day or maybe they snapped at you and then they come in the next time and you're like, hey, how are you? And they're like you're not still mad at me and you're like no yeah you know do your kids ever see you at like the grocery store is it ever weird i hate it (laughs) i am in the classroom i seem very like outgoing but in my real life i am such an introvert and i'm so shy and i don't like socializing to me it's always like the drive-thrus like fast food and so i'm like oh god now they know like what i ordered yeah extra ranch like i'll make that picky order and they're like oh can i get some is there a salad can i get a (laughs) be like mister do you need all these tacos no but i want them (laughs) i'm sharing them with lots of people oh it's just me in the car okay pull over in the car after this yeah (laughs) but i do think it also helps them realize like we're real people like you know humanizes us which they forget sometimes yeah there are there are some kids who think i get on like my docking station yeah you know in in the closet and then come off the next morning you have a murphy bed in the classroom (laughs) yeah 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 and i just stand like a vampire like upside down or something (laughs) that's what i do yeah well hey thank you for coming on appreciate you so much uh and we'll be sure to do this again i think uh, absolutely this was not as scary as we thought it would be before the the 14 year mark you know before (laughs) we're done it's it's, uh, um, it's crazy to think oh my goodness yeah imagine how can you imagine like if we're like feeling like we're really hitting our stride, imagine like seven years from now. That's great. I know. That's, I, I mean, know. how many teachers have been in like for 20, 25 years? Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm going to be rocking it then. <laughs> but Diana, for you and I, I mean, retirement, you fully vested at 60. And like we started at 21. You do the math. We're going to be here for a while, my friends. <laughs> we're going to be. <laughs> Are you calling the rest of us old well jonathan has said for years that he's going to die young um true without any i always like are do we need to call (laughs) a hotline (laughs) they just they just changed the hotline jonathan so i don't know if um but but yeah but how old are you if you i'm 28 (laughs) okay i'm still gonna say please (laughs) definitely the oldest one in here so come on well and your wisdom shows and your wisdom shows yeah well hey uh this has been another episode of making history dope again uh and of course we always ask that you stay safe stay sane and live the revolution uh tara and diana thank you so much thank you for having us listeners we'll catch you next time